welcome to my gospel journey. I'm listening to some of these um, uh, videos and um, I'm finding it very amazing and amusing that uh, they're cracking jokes and uh, they seem to think it's funny. Um, a lot of things and you know and then they're saying please subscribe and you know if you can um donate these are the times of the end and you're still looking for money it's no wonder the bible says money is the root of all evil and um those and this is about those who err away from the truth it's not about um um what people think like if we want want a husband and he's not working you know i've been told oh um you know money's not important yeah it is because they're the first ones, um, the men anyway, that I've noticed, are the first ones to ask for money. And, of course, money is root of all evil. Because you're basically erring, that's the right word, erring away from the um, truth. Erring away from the faith. Erring away from the gospel. Because you're too busy thinking about your money. Now, it is, it is important to have money, don't get me wrong. Of course it is. I wouldn't marry again unless he's got money. Of course not, why would I? That'd be foolish. Now, that wasn't what I wanted to talk about. Um, I want to talk about um, the fact that these channels are finding, um, I wouldn't say the end time is funny, but they're making these silly little jokes and talking about donations and stuff. And it made me think, <laughs> this is the time of the end and you're thinking about your back pocket? Really? It, it, it doesn't make any sense. We are in the times of the end. And I may have this wrong. I may have it right. But there are a lot of people, a lot of people not truly connecting with the end of times. And you know what? Something's come to my head, and that's why sometimes I do these ad hoc videos. I've done quite a few today. But I do these ad hoc videos when I'm traveling here and there because... It's nice to sort of clear your mind, really, and pray and all this sort of stuff. But I pray to escape all these things, to come upon the earth. Now, when I did a podcast before, I was saying, pray to escape all these things to come upon the earth and hope that you, you will be able to stand in front of the Son of Man. Now, that is in Luke twenty one thirty six. But you know what? It could well be to pray to escape the abominations, the shedding, all this stuff that is happening in this earth. Now, as I said before, I'm not saying that I've got this right at all. But I think 99.99% of what I'm saying is based on scripture. I don't want to be arrogant and say 100% because I always go back to the word. But it doesn't mean that I've always got it right. But you know what? A lot of these pastors aren't even these internet pastors anyway, are not even quoting scripture. They're just having a laugh at people's expense. And when I hear the things that I hear, I'm absolutely shocked because some of the crap that I'm listening to does not resonate with me at all. They talk about the restrainer. They talk about Thessalonians. They keep banging on about it all the time. Why do they keep preaching to the same people about the same um, scripture? If, if it was so obvious that the restrainer is the church and we have to disappear before the Antichrist is revealed, then 
it would be easy to see that, but it really isn't, folks. It's not easy at all. In fact, you have to really study to understand that the restrainer is time. Took me a little while to get it, but I had to read every single word carefully. God's not wasting his words. God's, from what I can see, it does say we need to get to know the Father, but from what I can see, God has put every single word in that book, in that I don't like saying that book because it sounds a bit negative, but in that holy book, for us to read it and study it, no words are wasted. So when you read it slowly and you use Strong's Concordance, you will realise a few things. I just realised 444 came up on my phone. But um, and then 111 I saw immediately as well. Anyway, that's another story. When you realise... That this is a spiritual war, Ephesians 6, 12. When you realise that it is a spiritual war, things will become a lot easier to try and understand the times that we are in. Many have been deceived already. Don't continue to be deceived. But people are being deceived because they're not reading their Bible. And... These watchers have have got it wrong. They haven't got everything right. They've got some things that, yeah, that makes sense, that makes sense. But you know what? When it comes to the end times, I mean, seriously, they've got the end times wrong. And if you go to the book of Enoch, it actually says in the first chapter, the watchers will quake with fear and trembling. Now, if the watchers are, are people of God then why would they be quaking with fear and trembling? That don't make no sense. We, we won't be here, eh? But the thing is that we will be here because they will realise that... <laughs> they will realise that they've botched up, they've made a mistake. And all those people will be flashing in front of their eyes thinking, oh, my good night, I've sent all those people astray. And they know what's going to happen to them. They know, as it says it in James 3.1... They're going to have a tough time. Do you really think they're going to go whistling into um, heaven after after they have deceived so many people? Nah, I don't see that. I see that those watchers are going to quake. No wonder the Bible says men's hearts will fail them when they realize what is about to come upon the earth because they've read the bible just like the five wise um five wise virgins and the other five unwise virgins did they've read the bible but the problem is they didn't they didn't study it the unwise virgins did not study it and that's why they didn't see the lord's second coming or should i say the lord coming it doesn't actually say second coming but it was a parable so he was given us Our Lord Jesus was given us a parable for us to understand these end times. And I think that one of the best parables I've heard is that one. Because all I think about is, hang on a minute, how can they be foolish? And then it made sense because I can see what's happening in the world right now. Five are wise and five are unwise. And the five are unwise. They believe in God. They love God our Father. They're looking for the signs of God our Father. But they're not studying the Bible to find out when our Lord Father is going to come back. They're not studying it. 
They're not studying it at all. And that's why it says the five unwise virgins had the door shut on them. I've mentioned this so many times until I'm blue in the face that that were possible. The Bible also says he will revive us. I think that's Hosea 6.2. He will revive us. That's going to happen. It's not a question. Like some of the... Um, um, some people have led us to believe. It's not a question. It's a rhetoric question. He will revive us. Will he revive us? That's what one of the, um, I saw uh, another interpretation of it in one of the other Bibles. And it says, will he revive us? And there was no question mark. So, obviously, it's a rhetoric question. Of course it's going to revive us. These are the little tiny things that people are not looking at. Even the um, pill crew sign. That is something that you should draw your attention to. Because that's what it's trying to draw your attention to it. And there's loads of them, loads of them. But people think it's a new paragraph, but it's not. They've changed things over time. Just like they said that the, the heart is now in the middle, it's not on the left. And yet all those films that have seen people clutching their left side, what are they going to do with that, scrap them all? Folks, wake up to the foolishness. Because it's so obvious to the five wise virgins as to what is happening in this earth. And I can't help but keep talking about it on my on my channel. I'm hoping that I will reach more people the more that I do now. But I don't always have that sort of time. But when something irks me and I feel as I need to say something, then I've got, I got to say something. Because we are the witnesses. And if we just keep our mouth shut, well, somebody else will say it. Because the Holy Spirit will work with whoever is willing to give meat in due season. I keep saying it. People are reading it. That's not, that's not meat. We can all read the Bible. Real meat, real marrow stuff is inside the word of God. It's inside that bone. That's the real meat. The real meat that you need. That's the real meat, is the marrow bone. The marrow inside the bone. That's the, that's the bit you really want. Because right now, right now all I hear are people tickling ears. 2 Timothy 4.3 It's not sound doctrine, folks. It's just tickling your ears. When you read it, you will see it. And I keep saying it, I keep saying it, I keep saying it. And I'm hoping one day people will twig and realise. But you know what? When that day comes, when you see the Lord coming through the skies, you won't, you won't say, oh, Jackie was right. You won't say that. You'll be too busy thinking about your own salvation at that point, especially the Christians, because the non-believers won't know. We are in the tribulation, folks. It's pretty obvious. And when you look at the, the Bible, when you look at the things that we should be looking out for, the signs in the sun, moon and the stars, I mean, it's a glorious, beautiful day today. The sun is shining. It's absolutely lovely. 
And when you see these wonderful, beautiful, nice clouds with little trails on the end, you know what's going off. It's in the sun, the moon, and the stars. Revelation 12 sign was 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 already in the in the skies on the 23rd of September of 2017. That was a starting point, as far as I'm concerned, because the Bible says, "Look for the uh, the signs in the sun, moon, and the stars." I know they've gone on, gone on about the 70th um, week which we are in now, and we're coming towards the end of it. But people won't see it because they're blinded. And people like me, they'll say, oh, it's a bit of a crackpot, that one. But you'll see. So I do hope, folks, um, I, I don't expect many people to be sharing it. And to be honest with you, it's not something that I say to people all the time, please share, please share, please share. Because at the end of the day, something is good. You're going to send it. If you resonate with it, you'll be thinking, you know what, I'm going to share that because she's got a point. So it is what it is. It would be nice if people did share it. I've not got that many people on my on my channel, and that's okay. I expect that, and I'm glad because, as I said before, many are on the broad road to destruction. But I know as time goes on, people will gradually see it. Just like with my YouTube channel. It's taken a while, but now people are starting to wake up. People are starting to actually make comments now. And I just kept going, kept going, kept going, because I wasn't necessarily too upset or too concerned when my videos were not getting anybody on them. But when I saw these other channels with thousands of followers, and I mean nearly a million on one of them, I thought, wow, why can't I have that many? But it's fine. I don't want that many. Because many are on the broad road to destruction. So as far as I'm concerned, I, with very few subscribers, is on the narrow path to righteousness. That's the way I see it. And I'll keep saying it. Keep reading the Bible. Because everything you need to know is all in there. That's where I got my knowledge from. That's where I got my wisdom from. That's where I got my, my discernment from. Because I kept reading and reading and reading. Because what people were telling me, I just thought, nah, there's something not right with this. Something not right. I had to read it for myself. We all have a journey. That's why I always say my gospel journey on my channel. We all have a journey, folks. And unless you get on that tra um, that train or, or get inside the ark, you're not going to see it. They keep saying, oh, you know, we can't get left behind. No, you should feel grateful and blessed if you are left behind. That is where you need to be. That's where you need to be, left behind. Because as it says in the Bible, the misinterpreted scriptures are very, very clear. And as it says in the Bible, story of Lot, I've been on about this for so long. The story of Lot has been misinterpreted. Because they have not studied it. Lot had her judgment. She turned into a pillar of salt. So where do you think the eagles are going to gather? It's not going to be around salt because they can't eat salt. So, and I saw one person actually, hallelujah, wake up and realize this himself as well. 
And slowly, slowly, this will be evident to a lot of people because they will see it, but it will take time. It's meant to be this way because narrow is a road to righteousness. Narrow is the road to, narrow, uh, to righteousness. Again, folks, read your Bible. Take care.